Hello and welcome to We Can't Trip, a D&D play podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master, Brandon Tharp, and I'm joined by... Who the fuck is opening pop again? God, that dude. sounds like Pate! Nope. <laughs> nope, not me. I'm joined by... Tech McNuckles, played as... Cam- well, wow. <laughs> oh yeah, now. Who's fucking up their names now? Cameron Fuck. I'm Cameron Ford, played by... Well, played yeah. by... <laughs> I'm it again. I'm keeping all of this. <laughs> oh my god. Come on. You got it. Use your words. I'm Kevin Ford playing Tech McNuggles. There you go. There we go. Alright. I'm Greg Brown playing Nomo. And I'm Ian France playing uh, Pete Asher. And uh, before we start, uh, Happy New Year's everybody. We are actually recording this on New Year's Day. I know you're not going to hear it until next week, but we hope everybody is having a safe 2019 so far. Um, just a little recap from last week's episode. I know it was a shorter episode, but what had happened was our group made it to Portal. And if you listen last week, I actually got the cities mixed up they were going to. I said they were in Nicbola. I looked at my map wrong, got a few things mixed up. Not a big deal. They're in Portal now. And to get to Nicbola, where Cassius and Calden are, they have to go through Portal. So kind of erase my memory that they are in Nicbola. They're actually in the town of Portal. That's really it. Anyways. They made their way to the town of Port Hall, finding out that the magic potion that Selena made actually works to cure this blood pathogen. On the way, Tack McNuckles and the rest of the party found a body on the side of the road with the emblem of Vecna carved in on its chest. He had a flashback to when he was a wee baby being dropped off at the orphanage to reveal that his parents had the same Vecna tattoo on their arms. He then pulled out his mysterious cloak from his backpack he has had since he was a baby to find the same exact emblem engraved on the cape as well. This caused Attack to go into a bit of a uh, spiraling down mental breakdown, but they continued to the town of Port Hall. They entered Port Hall and found that there was a man in a uh, one of those wooden little in one of those like wooden hangy thingamajigs. I don't know what they're called right now. And I'm very gallows. A gallow. Oh. There we go. A, a man in a wooden gallow named Rocco, and Rocco was begging for these guys' help. He stated that he was framed for murder. Uh, upon further investigation, they started to believe him. And as they were questioning Rock a little more, a man walked by and looked very suspicious. Tack then followed this man and tapped him on the shoulder to try to get his attention. This man told him to back off, but Tack was very insistent. In return, this man named Falcorn decided to turn around and stab Tack and claimed he had assaulted him and was just using self-defense. He then charmed some town guards, and they believed him, and Tack is now being taken to the Portal Town Jail. And this is where we're starting our episode. And before we start, we are joined by a guest star of ours, um, my sister's boyfriend. <coughs> Shit. We are joined by a guest star today, my sister's boyfriend, Corey. I'm Magnum P.I. today. <laughs> Corey's going to be playing a character called Magnum P.I., who we are going to meet in here just a few minutes. So, Tack, you are being held down and tied up by a few town guards. They are now dragging you to the town jail in Port Hall. Nomo, you are following him, correct? Yeah. Okay, so the guards look at you, Tack, and they're looking down at you, and they say, Listen, man, we understand that you're new here, and... Honestly, you're probably only going to serve a night in prison. It was an honest mistake. Hopefully you'll learn from it. We're going to take you to the uh, the town warden. He's really going to, you know, give you the rundown about where you're staying for the night. And just, you know, tell you what we did wrong. And, you know, as long as everything goes smooth, you should be fine. And the guards turn around and look at you, Nomo following. And they go, um, 
Can we help you, sir? That's my dad, dude. He didn't do anything. I just, I need to be with my dad. I mean, you can come with us to see your dad and everything, but he's going to spend the night in jail. He did assault this man. Uh, I didn't this man. do anything. Uh, we saw everything, sir. I literally just grabbed his pant leg to try to get his attention. That's he not, was that like, is not what we saw. Wait, I didn't persuade last episode. Can I persuade? Try to persuade? No, you guys did try. You had disadvantage. You, you and did try. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's because right. Charmed. Yeah. Never mind. Head injury. <laughs> you just keep trying to persuade him the entire time, and they're just like, no, Please, fuck off. Listen, listen. I do like the idea. It's like, oh, he he wants to be with his son. What do we do? Put him in jail too. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> of course, <laughs> Pate would recommend that. No, this I is go to this jail. is Ian saying. Pate's not around. <sighs> two different people. You're the worst kind of person. It's the same person. The line is blurred. Fuck. Anyways, you guys arrive at the front gates of the Port Hall Town Jail. It's a very small jail. It's something like huge and humongous because they don't really have a lot of crime that goes on throughout the city. It's pretty well an overall peaceful little town. They bring you inside, they open the doors up, and at the front desk is a half-orc man. They look up and they go, hey, I'm uh, Magnum, we got a bookie for the night. You want to give him the rundown and, you know, tell him what Sally's staying in? I'm Magnum, you piece of literal goblin shit. I heard you assaulted somebody. Is that true? I did not. That's no. That's not what I heard. Well, sexual yeah. assault, battery. I don't care what it was. You're a literal piece of shit. We're gonna lock wow. you up for the night. I don't want to hear anything you have to say. You are nothing right now. You were in my jailhouse, and I'm the warden. Everything goes on how I say. I don't give one shit about your son right now. You are here. You're staying under my roof, my house, my jails. If you talk one more time, I will keep you here longer. I'll make sure you oh drop every literal piece of soap in this jail just so you'll never get a string attached to that soap. And you will literally get fucked by every goblin in this son this, of a bitch. What a great me? idea. <laughs> say yes if you hear me. Say don't yes say if you hear me. Don't say anything. He's gonna... Um, he's gonna roll an intimidation check on you to see how intimidated you get. I want you to roll against it. You got an 18 plus 2, so you got a 20. Oh, that's a that's a charisma save. Isn't yeah, it? it's charisma. Alright, oh, God, help me. I failed. I got 15. Dude, you're very intimidated right now. Yeah, yeah. You look a little scared. Intimidated? Maybe. Do you have something against ogres? Ogres? You're not even looking me in my eye. You're an orc. You're I'm an orc. I'm half orc. You have something against half orcs? <laughs> well, yeah, what about half orcs? How do you feel about them? How do you feel about them? I don't discriminate, sir. I'm pretty sure you do, because someone who does discriminate will assault someone for no given reason. I, I, I do not discriminate anyone at all. Oh, you seem pretty polite and positive and a good little boy. What's your name? I'm... My name is Tack McNuckles, sir. Oh. In the jailhouse, all these prisoners are gonna start calling you Tic Tac, you small dick motherfucker. <laughs> Get in your cell. Oh my god. What cell? I'm you didn't tell me. One. I'm gonna strap you down to the cell wall, make sure you can't even move. Then your son is just gonna cry to you and you can't even reassure him that everything's okay. And he's gonna cry and cry. I'm gonna make sure he's scarred. That way he'll never lay his hands on someone else like you did earlier 
Can I hug the warden? <laughs> wow, okay, rude. Yes, you can absolutely hug the warden. Come here, boy. You might lose your father because he's but a bad man. Listen, I know what you heard, but I was there, and he didn't. I, I listen. I'm gonna I have to stop you there. Can I give a hug? Give you a hug? I give think you a, need one. As much as if okay. I can, if I can make a suggestion, I think you should adopt him now. <laughs> I think you should make me like I'm your new, I'm your new dad now. No, no, no! <laughs> I will kill this man. I will kill this man. Not you only has die. Ian slash Pate told me to next. get a new dad, he also hit me with an axe and tried to kill you. Well, he's he's bad. I know he is a bad man. No, I, no you said I'm bad. Is, you should. You the should see. I'm you should just. See I'm guy. just. I'm just one of the old muppets so, no criticizing mo, everything. No more hugs of the warden. <laughs> Trying to soften. That's one hell of a hug. Thank you. Hold, tight, strong. hold tighter. Uh -oh. I'm gonna whisper in your ear real quick. Uh oh. Okay. You're a good kid. Uh -oh. Your father over here is nothing anymore. If I see anything, or if I do anything, I'm gonna make sure he stays here until he rots and dies. I promise you, he's a good guy. The small like misunderstanding. Him. Just hug, I... hug me more. Hug mm, me more. I'm hugging tighter. Heart joy. Do you want to be my son? I can't leave him, but this feels so good. Yeah, I know it feels so good. I'm holding back every sexual tension I ever built on my. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Listen, god. Listen, I've never, I've never felt any of them like. I might be the warden. I picked up a lot Your of bad habits here. Your penis is against me pretty good right now. I can feel that. But just. Oh, I don't like where this is going. Take... Uh, I'm walking out of this. <laughs> you just go to, get, go to your jail cell. Take, you just... <laughs> take a good look at your father but, right like, now. While, while they're both just like talking to each other. I thought the warden's dick. I have three. I'm part orc. Isn't that, is, isn't that sexual orc, assault, so you got sir? Half half. I got one and a half. Half orc. I got one and a half. Isn't that sexual assault? You know, I'm the he's warden. A he, he's a minor. Are you the warden? But he's a minor. But are you a warden? But he's a minor. Yeah, but I'm gonna, like how... I'm gonna make sure everyone's mouth is taped shut because I run this motherfucker. I just want to say I like how you run... the other guard went. Yeah, hey, you'd be in there for a day or so, and then this guy's like, "You're getting there for the rest of your goddamn life." <laughs> is the warden yeah. charmed? What's... No, the warden's not charmed. He's just a raging asshole. <laughs> It's a raging lunatic. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna just pers By compare can I, can I roll persuasion. Can I persuasion on him to see if he'll let my dad out? Yeah. You guys are having a very special bond over there. <laughs> yeah, if you don't, yeah, if if you fail the persuasion, he's gonna get so much meaner. That's fair. That's fair. Big bucks, no whammies. What is it? Eleven. He's gonna roll a. He rolled a six plus two, so he got an eight. So you you beat the persuasion. Yeah, I love you, son. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like this is a misunderstanding, and I definitely gonna need to get your like carrier pigeon number so I can give you some notes back and forth. Cause cell phones don't exist yet, and that uh, will take my dad. He'll come with me, and I'll make sure he doesn't do anything ever again. And me and you, maybe we'll get dinner sometime. One. I have a carrier hawk. Not a pigeon. That is so sexy. Thank you. Two, your lust for me is overwhelming. It's persuading me in other ways I never imagined. <laughs> Three, I'm looking at your father right now. I'm looking at you. He might fuck up again and be here. And I'm waiting for that moment. That way I can adopt you. And the only reason why I'm letting him go today is because I want him to fuck up again. 
and end up here for the rest of his life so I can have you for myself for the rest of my life until my little orc heart stops. Now, I'm going to unlock him. I'm going to tase him a couple times. Then I'm just going to, I'm just going to let him go. <laughs> Did fucking, you know what? You know what? We don't have fucking stop, tasers stop, here. Stop. Uh, lightning magic. Lightning magic. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> How many shocks? Shocks. Roll a d4. Oh, fuck. You know what? Yeah, we're going to say he has some sort of magic little stick that's infused with lightning magic. Bob. And he's going he's gonna to shock you, um... Four times! Oh my god, this is bullshit. <laughs> Let me get some D4s, or D6s. We still got push shots. D6s? Yeah, yeah, we got some potions. D6 free shock. We got potion left, dude. Don't it's worry. electric. It's I'm, a taste of your own medicine. You know, I, I since, well, since Four it's... D6. Hold on. Yes. Hold, no. 24 possible Stop. damage done. Hold it. St time out. That's why I'd say. Four, four times six. Four D6. 24. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. No. You said 44. I, so, Yo, he, sure I, I would suggest roll d four d4s and then just half the number because it's a taser. It's not supposed to be lethal. That might kill him. What's your max HP? Thirty-six. Okay, it's not gonna kill him. Oh, okay. I'm trying to negotiate something as his client. But the, po <laughs> but the I'm potions no. are temporarily. Throw him a sensor beam. <laughs> it's only eight damage. Just eight. That's a hard eight. <laughs> he, he, he tags you with this wooden stick that has like a glowing blue point at the end for eight damage four times. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take my. Uh, he peed. I'm gonna take my dad. Bye! <laughs> he pissed all over my motherfucking ground. Get the fuck out of here now. Okay, bye! Bye, new son. Bye bye. <laughs> Alright, you guys <laughs> successfully persuade the warden to let Tack free for the night, and you guys exit the poor tall jail. Okay, Dad, I know you smell like pee, but we gotta get the fuck I, I out of pee. here. I did not pee. Dude, we, we gotta go. Like, we, if they catch you doing anything, dude, like, you're, you're done for. Folknor is a fucking liar. Listen. Falcorn. <laughs> we Falcor. know he's bad with names. <laughs> yes. Jarius. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we just gotta go, we gotta go meet Pate, and we gotta meet Jarius, and then everything will be fine. No. That warden might fucking die. Let it go. You only see the light when it's burning low. Alright, so you guys walk Maybe. back out of the jail, and you see Pate standing at the front doors. Um, I thought I was gonna talk to the Undertaker. Yeah, he, he went to get Yeah, we talk. split up. Oh, that's right. You guys just split up. Where did he, you, he so went, no, he was supposed to go it, talk it, to the guards. No, no. You guys were going to talk to whoever. I'm talking to the people that ran the Undertaker at the graveyard because he wanted to bury up the body. Yeah, you're right. So we were going to talk to the person who took care of the body if there was any similar signs. Okay, so let's let's let them walk out of jail. So you guys are fighting and, and bickering about, you know, fathership and everything else out of jail. Let's skip over to Pate. Pate, you're going to the graveyard? Yeah, okay. with, uh, oh, uh. Winfell with Darius. Okay. Yes, Darius. So you and Darius are going to the graveyard. Uh, Darius looks at you and says, "Um, so I hope Tack and Nomar are okay. I mean, I think they should be fine. The worst thing that's really going to happen to him is maybe he spends a night in jail. But you know, I, I guess we have it's kind of not ideal because we need to get to Nicbola. But I, I don't know. We'll figure this out. I think maybe we should we should help that man though because I think he was telling the truth. Anyways, um, yeah. So I you guys make it to the uh." 
the graveyard, and it's pretty dumbed down. There's like it's it's because it's getting pretty late at night. It's you guys arrived at night for the most part. The sun's pretty much setting down. Um, there is a man there, kind of like locking up like a hut for the night, um, where it looks like a tool shed almost. And he turns around, and his name is Samuel. And he goes, "Um, hello, uh, I'm Samuel. Uh, can I help you guys? Why are you guys coming to the graveyard so late? To, so late tonight? He's a uh, <clears throat> just a big burly human man." Uh, hello, uh, Samuel. Um, my name is Pate, and this is my traveling companion, uh, Darius. Um, we had a few questions about, uh, a recent body that was buried here. Uh, recent body? Oh, you must mean, uh, <clears throat> what was his name? Let me go. He pulls out, like, a little book, and he goes, we had a recent, uh, burial not too long ago, uh... I need to think of a name real quick off the top of my head. Well, actually, n we'll forget about the recent part. We'll just ask about any kind of strange markings that showed up on any bodies that came, th come through this graveyard. Strange markings? Yeah, um, missing fingers, um, and then he kind of gestures to the fingers that are cut off. Like, it'd be these ones, and then points at... Okay. Because I can't remember what exactly yeah, fingers but, yeah, is cut off. Yeah, you remember which ones they were, though. He goes, uh, no, we can't, uh, can't really think of anybody who had lost any fingers or anything. Um, oh, the town farmer, uh, yeah. uh, Rami, he actually, uh, he actually was violently murdered the other day, and we just had the, uh, the recent burial for him, and... Yeah, but yeah, other than that, we haven't had any burials lately. Uh, it was kind of sad, actually. He supplied a lot of different food and everything else for the town, and I'm pretty sure that it was they, they found out it was Rocco that killed him. Rocco's actually being hanged in the morning for his crimes, but uh, yeah, Rami's really the only one. Well, was there any sort of... Okay, so, okay, this is kind of bad of character, because I don't remember what was on the body. I don't think I wrote anything down, because I know he's missing fingers. Was he missing... Missing fingers, missing some random teeth, and he had the carving on his chest. Of okay. The, the sign of Vecna. Okay, so yeah, so I will ask about the Vecna uh, carving, where I ask, like... Well, you actually... Describe the symbol or whatever. Yeah, I, was, I would say, well, what about a strange marking that... And then I would describe it's a hand with an eye in the middle. He looks, he goes, uh... No, we we have, and I mean, I usually whenever we get a body, and I also inspect the bodies and repair them for the funerals and everything else myself, too, and going through all that he just looked like he was stabbed violently in the neck a couple of times and bled out and died that's that's really it um it's pretty brutal actually they looked like he lost a lot of blood like it was pretty fucked up i'm gonna just roll insight just just for shits and giggles okay 15 15 i mean yeah he, he's pretty well being honest about everything like he he's pretty much just like an is he innocent. being pretty honest or is he being he's honest? being honest okay oh, jesus christ he <laughs> doesn't look like he really knows too much about what's going on like he just he's just kind of there he helps take care of the bodies he sets up the funerals he gets them ready for you know, everything else so there's not much he really knows um but he, he definitely didn't see any kind of weird markings or has he seen any of what you're talking about um at all would you happen to know where we could find information on any kind of strange occurrences happening outside of town. Because it seems like this this murder of this farmer is pretty out of the ordinary. I mean, it is pretty out of the ordinary. We don't really know what, what what's on with Rocco. I mean, it's pretty much concluded that he's the one that did it, which kind of is weird to me. Rocco's pretty well a nice guy. Him and his wife Jessica have always had a pretty good living, and they have a nice house, and they got family and everything else. But... I don't know. Maybe he just kind of snapped and went crazy. Uh, I, I don't really know. It's 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 definitely weird, but I can't really do, give any... Did 
Do you... Hmm. Do you know anyone that would know him better? This, the person that's on trial? Like, oh, I would Rocco. say, like, maybe, like, if his wife is nearby, or maybe I friends mean, or something? You could probably go to his, his house and talk to his wife for the most part, as far as I know. She's probably still probably shaken up and, and whatnot, but, you know, that's that's all I can really think of. I don't know the guy too well. I mean, it's kind of a big town, so. Well, I mean, you did say that this seemed a little strange. Yeah, it seemed a little strange because he was like, you know, I mean, I didn't know him very personally, but everybody said he was a nice guy, and people have been kind of talking really dumbfounded that this happened. And no one's kind of stepped up to defend him? Not necessarily. I mean, his wife and, you know, kids have, but other than that, like, people are more or less in shock about it. People were kind of actually really, really hmm. disgusted with him, too, because it kind of fucked a lot of people over. I mean, he was our farmer, and he killed pigs, too. Like, it was kind of weird. He decided to kill a, the, not only the Rami, the farmer, and he also killed some of his fucking and, pigs. And there's been no public interest on why Rocco is the one who is allegedly the murderer? I mean, there's been public interest, but Rocco's not giving up any information. He just keeps denying it, saying he was framed. But the only reason that, you know, people really think it was Rocco was because he was found with the murder weapon. Like, it was literally in his pocket. I mean, who else? Like, why, why else would that really indicate anybody else did it? What was the murder? It was a knife. Yeah, it was just a dagger. But, you know, he was walking around the streets, and they just, the guards, for some reason, picked him up and searched him and found a dagger in his pocket. That's really it. So, I mean, that's pretty much concluded evidence that that was it. It had Rami's blood on it. So. Did he still have the dagger on him? Oh, like, no. That was, no, that was confiscated. That's probably at the guard's, you know, the, the guard's uh, office right now. is evidence, so. Hmm. Darius, we may have to go to the guardhouse. Yeah, I mean, that's, that sounds like a good idea. We can probably meet up with Tack and Noma while we're there, too, see if they're out of uh, out of the jail, so. Or you know, at least visit Tack if he's in jail. Uh, I turn to Samuel. Thank you for your time, Samuel. And I'll flick him a gold coin. Yeah, oh, 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 thank you. I could get this, uh, get a bottle of mead for myself on the way home to my wife. Thank you. So, Samuel finishes locking up at the graveyard for the night, and you guys walk away. You make it to the guard office, and it's getting pretty late at night now. It's like 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. Uh, and as you are walking there, you see Nomo and Tack finally walk out. I look. I kind of look at Darius, and I was like, "It looks like it wasn't for the night." Yeah. Um. They probably pulled some of their fuckery to get out. So. If anything, they're consistent. Yeah, that's true. This is. I'm not going back in there. Yeah, that's why I said don't go back in there. You're like, I'm gonna kill that guy, and dude, like, I'm gonna marry that dude. <laughs> hmm. I know he wants to be my dad, but he wants to have sex. It's so confusing, but, like, that dude is he's an attractive man. Hey, guys! Ugh. Oh, hey, Nomo. Hey, my dad pissed himself, so can we... Like, he looks down, down at Tack, and he sees a little bit of wetness, like, on, like, Tack's crotch. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna... We're, I, I'm gonna say we all kind of know that, and just... You can smell it. I was tased. It's in the night air. <laughs> huh. You were tased? Shocked. That's why you look a little Stabbed. crispy, isn't it? Shocked. Okay. It's part of the deal. So, um, but we got him out! Alright, so when you guys were in there, did you guys notice anything, like, where they were possibly kept their, um, like, their evidence? 
Not that I know of, because the warden's a fucking dickhead. Well, we got some a bit of information um, about this murder that happened. They're saying that they found the murder weapon on Rocco's body for some reason, but what I found really odd was that the guards just randomly grabbed him and searched him for no really just cause. They just ran up and grabbed him, according to what the uh, the worker at the graveyard said. But he also said that the murder weapon is probably in you know their their confiscation room or their evidence room in the you know in their section. That makes a lot of sense. When you guys went to go to the graveyard and he was getting arrested, the the dude the dude with the big black cape he did something with his hands and then the guards wouldn't listen at all. You said something with his hands? Yeah, it's like, it's like this and like rolled it. So he he so obviously he used some, some magic. Is what you're saying? Yeah. yeah I think he, he must charmed have, him. He must. Have, that's what it sounds like. So, do you guys know where this man went, by chance, or no? I was trying to follow him. He he ended up seeing me. And... He wasn't being too sneaky. All right. Well, I think this man has something to do with it. So it's yeah, up to you guys. Here. I don't know if we should try to find this man. Or if we should try to get the murder weapon. I mean, it's really up to you guys. Um, we should try and prolong the, the... The hanging? Yes. How long, to, yeah, how long well, does Rocco have? to... Despite... What just happened... We're gonna have to split up again. I think. I am not great with magic. I don't know the first thing about magic. But I do know guards. Okay, so and... I will talk to the guard, and if you three want to handle this... When it comes to magic, I mean, I, I've, I've got my, my workarounds, and I, I pretty much know a good bit about things. So if this guy's using some sort of magic, I can maybe detect where he's at, what's going on, possibly. If Same it's... here. Yeah, so I think me and Tack are maybe the best bet to find out where this man is. I'll go hang out with Rocco. Should be alone. <sighs> Did you say hang out? I mean, that's fair. Uh, oh, no, You know what? You might be able um, to... Maybe you can go find his wife and figure out more about what's going on because the, uh, the the graveyard worker did say that his wife was pretty distraught about this and was the only one really defending him. And, you know, it's pretty much... He pretty much even said that it was kind of weird that Rocco would do something like this. So maybe um, she has some more information. If, if, if I may make a suggestion, Darius. Maybe... As much as I think that how Nomo is a people person, maybe he should be with you and Tack, who's seen some difficulties recently. He is more sensitive, so he could maybe talk with the wife and get some more information out of than someone who is trained in the martial arts. No, I think that's a good idea. Tack, you look kind of fucked up, so I think you should take it easy. I'm fine. He's not fine. I'm fine. He's lying. Yeah, I think, okay. I think Nomo's you, right. You've had a really rough day, dude. Like, you found out I'll go talk parents. to the wife. <sighs> He's stubborn. Alright, he can go talk to the wife. Me and Nomo will try to find this man, wherever he is. Nomo, you've seen him, right? Yeah. Okay, Pate, if you want to talk to the guards, maybe, and try to figure out more about this murder weapon, then we maybe can find on... Or, you know, maybe catch on to something that's going on. Because they did say that he's being hanged in the morning. So as much as I would like to rest and get going to Nicbola to find um, Cassius and Keldon, I think that we should probably figure this out. I don't want an innocent man to die because of something else somebody did. None of us do. But all, all I remember is that the guy's name was Volknor. Falcorn. 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 
right? Yeah, Falcorn. All right, yeah. Falcorn. He's a big dragon from the never-ending story. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Okay, so let's start off with the prison. I'll start off with there with you, Pate. All right. So, you, what so, do you want to do? How do you want to do yeah, this? I'll walk in, and I'll just, I'm assuming, do they have a little, like, counter? Like yeah, a, there's like a little a... counter. You walk in, and there is a, uh, a human woman at the desk, just kind of, like, reading a book, because it's late at night. Um, you look across, and you can see the jail cells kind of going down, and there's, like, only, like, maybe one or two people in there. They're just, like, young kids that got, like, arrested for, like, like, vandalism, just, like, stupid, minuscule shit. Uh, she looks up at you and goes, um, who are you? I'm going to flash my officer's album. Officer Pate Asher with the King's Army. Oh, um, hi, Pate. Um, so what, what brings you to uh, Port Hall? Well, I came here due to certain interests relating to me and my party. Okay. I heard recently there was a murder in the, the person in, ta in the town square of the Rocco. Oh, yes, Rocco. He, um... Unfortunately, murdered the town farmer Rami and killed three of his pigs, which is kind of odd. But you know, we have no tolerance for murder here, and the crime for murder, especially for somebody as important as Rami, who is a a farmer of ours, is death, and you'll be hung in the morning in public. I wish to examine the murder weapon. Roll persuasion with advantage. I got twenty on that one. Oh, I rolled in yeah. at twenty. Yeah, she uh, goes. Yeah, very well. Um, she gets up. Um. And she starts walking to, like, their back room, and she says, um, I don't think that Magnum would really be, uh, too appreciative of this, but, you know, he went home for the night, so this shouldn't be a big deal. I don't think he might, especially if an Who officer is the guard. Who is this Magnum? Oh, Magnum, he's a, he's just a town warden. He runs the, uh, the guard's office. So she walks over, she pulls out a key, unlocks this back room, opens it up, and you see inside, it's pretty dim, but she, uh, kind of, like, lights a few torches around there, and there's an evidence room there. And there's really not a lot in there. It's just, you know, like, there's not a lot of the crime that goes down in the town. There's, like, a few different things, like a couple swords, um, things that used for, like, vandalism uh, and whatnot. Um, but then in a lockbox, she walks over and pulls out another key, opens a lockbox, and pulls out the dagger. She goes, we've got this kind of under wraps and uh, with us because of, you know, it being the most recent murder and probably one of the most mysterious crimes to take place in a, a long time here but uh yeah this is it she kind of has like a rag around her hands um picks it up and kind of like hands it to you mysterious how as i kind of grab it mysterious as in there's murder doesn't really take place here we haven't had a murder in almost 20 30 years it's been an overall peaceful town we haven't had to have a public hanging in that long either um and for it to be rocco from what people were saying of just an overall nice guy and his wife is really distraught about it it's just weird that somebody would randomly do this but our guards found this knife on him, and it had Rami's blood on it, so. Uh, how did you know it was Rami's blood? Uh, one of our apothecaries uh, just did an examination of the, the two bloods and discovered that it was, you know, a matching. Has uh, anyone come forward in defense of Rocco, besides family? No, not that we know of, that I know of at least, really, just his family. Everybody else is, I wouldn't say they're totally for Rocco's, you know, crime or for his death and for what he did, but at the same time, people were more or less shocked about it, but I think most of the town is concluding that he, the murder weapon was on him, and it's pretty conclusive evidence, so nobody's really defending him. They're not, per se, saying he's a bad person. They're they're all in shock, but it's really hard for somebody to defend him because the murder weapon was on him. Um, are the guards 
questioned anyone besides the family and maybe uh, relatives of the deceased? No, not necessarily. The guards haven't really questioned anybody. They questioned this family, but that's really it. And other than that, they haven't really talked to anybody about it. I, I do find it kind of odd that they suddenly just knew the dagger was on him for some reason. Um, but, you know, I kind of keep that to myself. I, I stay under wraps and whatnot. So that to me is kind of odd that they just, our guards just magically went and picked him up and our, threw him in. And I have magically. I have two final questions. Yeah. One, why is the knife under extra protection? Um, I don't really know. I was just told to put it in the lockbox for safekeeping. Okay. I was just following orders. This lady, she's like not like, she works like the, the, the graveyard shift at the. The prison. She pretty much just sits front. She's pretty much front desk worker. She's not even like a guard. She more or less just works front desk. Oh, so she's. So that's gonna be my next question. Is just, are you a officer of this? Land? No, she's more or less just like a secretary. A, a well, I'm asking. Worker. I'm asking her this. Oh no, she. No, I'm not. I just, you know, just work here. I work the midnight shift. I fill a lot of the paperwork out and I help out, and that's what I do. I pretty much go by hearsay and I, I read the charts and know what's going on by there. Well. If you allow me just some time to kind of examine this, I would encourage your questioning behavior behind this case. I find it very disturbing, and the fact that such minimum work has been done on it is, she, is very... As you're saying all this, she looks at you and says, um, give me one second. She goes back to the front, um, kind of pulls on the blinds, closes the door, and locks it. And comes back to you and says, all right, between you and me, something isn't right here. I personally don't think it was Rocco. It something's, sounds... just, something's just not adding up right the right way. But I've kept my mouth shut because I don't want to be the person to come out and say he's innocent when he may not be. And then I get shunned and I lose my job. I don't want anything, to, anything like that to happen. But you as a an, an officer of the uh, – a guard of the kingdom, I'm telling you out of my honest opinion, I don't think it was him. But then again, I don't know who it was or how the knife got on him. I do find it very suspicious that our guards did just pick him up for no just cause and found this knife on him, however. Well, after talking to several people, it seems like several, most, if not all of them, can't believe that Rocco did it and have their doubts. Yet, when I asked them if anyone's spoken up, everyone's hushed so i'm not so i'm not sure why no one why everyone isn't just why everyone's just not coming together i think more or less people aren't coming together because they can't really find anything that proves he didn't do it and nobody really wants to be on the bad side of the town per se well what's the bad side of the town i don't know just maybe looking being looked bad upon trying to defend somebody that committed murder I'm uh. Oh, I got I got a question. Do you guys told me about Falcor, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll uh. Guess I'll let you be on your way. But I do have one final question before I actually examine this. Thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, does the name Falcor ring any uh, bells? Falcorn? Yeah, I know him. He um. As far as I know, he's just a quiet man in town. He, I don't know too much about him. I've heard the name, though. I've seen him around town. He shops at a lot of local businesses. He's 
usually very appreciative of everybody in town. Uh, I do know that he does practice magic, um, from what I've seen. He's done a lot of like street shows and whatnot uh, to make a little extra side money. Uh, he kind of he does like a lot of illusionary type things in the streets. Puts on a lot of fun shows, you know, here and there. Um, other uh, than that, I don't really know. Do you happen to know when he when he moved into town? Oh, Falcorn. He's been here as long as I can remember. I think he almost he almost grew up here. Same with Rocco. Yeah, Rocco's Rocco has been here for quite some time. I'm I'm I wouldn't say I'm relatively new to Portal. I, I've been here for maybe like ten or so years, but they've been here since I've been here. Well, thank you for your time. Yeah, no problem. Um, go ahead and take your time and examine that as much as you like, and I'm gonna get back to the front desk and. You know, make sure everything is going on, you know, okay, and fill out the rest of my paperwork. Yeah, so I'm just going to kind of check out this knife. Okay, do you want to roll investigation on it? Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I got 15. 15, you're looking at it, and there definitely is, like, fresh stain. Like, I wouldn't say fresh, but, like, dry blood on it from the murder that happened. But overall, this looks like a regular dagger. This doesn't have, like, any kind of special markings. Nothing crazy on it. It just looks like a plain, simple, everyday dagger. It still got the blood on it? Yeah, it still got said. some dried off blood on it, because they haven't really tampered with it. Hmm. So while you're investigating that, we're going to head over to... Tack. Oh. Tack. You don't know where in the fuck Rocket lives. Fuck. Um, is there anyone around? I mean, it's it's getting pretty dark. <laughs> like the the streets pretty much cleared out by now. Rocco so in the middle of town. Rocco is in the gallo in the middle of town. I guess I'll go to Rocco. Okay, you walk up to Rocco, and he looks up and he goes, uh, "Hey man, it's you. Like, uh, what what happened? I saw fucking Falcorn stabbed you. Like, what 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 happened? Um, do I know that he charmed the guards?" You pretty much, you it. pretty much know. Like uh, after seeing it, like with you knowing a little bit about ma like a little about magic, and seeing him like do what he did, you know that he charmed them. You just can't really prove it. I, I believe he charmed, or did some sort of magic towards the guards. That son of a bitch! I listen, man. I've been telling everybody that there's something weird about this guy. He does magic. He does a bunch of street shows to make money. But it's something about him just always rubbed me the wrong way. He's really condescending. He's just kind of like an, an asshole. Like, you saw the way he talked to me and spat at me. Does he, like, like, show any marks at all? Like, any of his skin or anything? Not, no, not really. He's usually in, you know, black pants and a black robe. Just kind of walks around town. And that's pretty much his just persona, I would say, because he's a magic user. And he uses that for his shows. And that's just how he presents himself. But he's nev never really revealed anything. Suspicious. So, I mean, so you guys haven't found anything out? I mean, listen, I didn't do this. Yeah, we we a hundred percent believe you did do it. We we I at least am believing Falcorn did it. I you know that's starting to make that's kind of starting to make sense. Like, like just the way he spoke to me, like it's something about that. I'm telling you, but like I, there's nothing I can do to prove it. Like all I, I was walking home from the store well, to my you... wife, and I said, you know, some guards tackled me out of nowhere. And pulled this dagger out of my fucking back pocket. I don't know how the fuck it got there. They, I believe that they might have been under the same spell that the guards were when you stabbed me. Son of a bitch. But I need a few questions. First one is, do you know where Falcorn lives? Where, Fa where Falcorn lives? Yeah. 
Yeah, he just he lives off of the town center next to the marketplace. They, it's pretty public where he lives at. Alright. And then, can you tell me where your house is? Cause I'm yeah, if you just go down the block behind me and, and take a left down the alley, you'll see my, my house. It's got a blue door and a, a red welcome mat on the, the front of it. It's the only one that has that kind of stuff on the, the front, the, you know, the front of the house. Why, why do you want to know where I live? I want to go talk to your wife and see if I can get more information. You know what? That might be a good idea. She probably needs somebody to just talk to her and know that, like, people are on my side about this because she knows I didn't do this. I know I didn't do this. Like, can you please just check on her make sure she's okay? Yeah, I'll do that for you. All right, thanks. Please just please be hurry because it's getting late. I'm being fucking hung in the morning, man. Like, I don't want this I to know. happen. We're, we're trying to stop that. Well, yeah, he's going to die, but, you know, I got to visit your wife <laughs> while you're in jail, you know. <laughs> No one needs a mom, you know what I'm saying? Jesus. <laughs> Our, they have kids, man. I'm not trying yeah, to be about we, that life. Yo, that's a bigger party, then. I'm not trying to settle down. Anyways, are you going to head to uh, Rocco's house? Yeah, we're going to head towards Rocco's modern life. Shut the fuck up. All right, you make it to Rocco's house. You knock on the door. The door opens up, and you see this uh, young woman open the door. Just blonde hair, typical clothing, typical female NPC in a D&D campaign. She opens the door and goes, Hi, um, can I help you? She uh, kinda, she's like looking down. Yes, my name is uh, Tack, Tack McNuggles. Um, I wanted to speak to you on behalf of Rocco's Listen, situation. I don't really want to talk about my my husband right now. Like, nobody's been helping. I, I just, well, I I've want been trying to cover my kids and I don't want to talk about this. I want you to know that there's some people here that do believe that he's innocent, and we think we might have a bit of an idea of who it might be that framed your husband. You do? That, yes. Hold on, come on in. She opens the door up and like kind of like lets you in. And you walk in, and it's a nice small house, it's comfortable enough for a family with like three kids. You walk in, there's a fire going, and you know the living room is nice. It smells like she just made dinner for everybody, and she's kind of cleaning up the dishes and stuff for the night. Her kids are in bed because it's getting pretty late. And she invites you to sit down on the couch, and she brings over a, a cup of, like, tea and sits down with you and says, So, what do you know? Well, we, we know that, like, we believe 100% that Rocco's innocent, that he was afraid, because the guards kind of just went out of nowhere without, like, any clues. And just picked your husband out and of the That's what I'm trying else. to tell people, but nobody believes me. So we believe that they were under some sort of magic or spell. Okay, that makes sense. And I went to try and confront the guy who seems suspicious. Which is who? His name is Falcorn. Falcorn? The magic guy in town that does yes. street performances? Yes. Okay. You think he did this? Yes. Well, why would he do this? He's always he, been just a, an entertainer in town. That's all, that's all he well, does. That's how he makes his living. He gave me a bad vibe, so I went and tried to approach him. Told me to leave him alone, so I went grabbed his, like, pants. And then he went, turned around, stabbed me. And then he, like, charmed the, the guards to believe that I assaulted him. He stabbed me for self-defense. Oh, my God. All right, this is what needs to happen right now. You need to go to his house and confront him and figure out what's going on. If this was him, this needs to be done now because it's going on midnight and my husband being hung in the like matter of hours. I agree. 
All right, so she kind of like draws out like on a piece of paper like where his house is, and it's it just like what I told you guys. It's in like next to the marketplace, which is like to the right of the marketplace. You can see his house. You can't miss it. It's got a uh, an F on the front door because like it looks like a magic like it's not magical, but it looks like you know fancy magically you know, like fancy writing. Right. You know, uh, like an F for Falcorn on it. You know, people know where he lives because he's a big like entertainer in town for his magic use and and whatnot. So she directs you there and she says, listen. This is him. Don't go alone. Because if he is this dangerous to frame my husband for murder, I don't want anybody else being framed or harmed for anything else that's being done. I 100% agree. Okay. So we're going to skip over to Nomo and Darius. Nomo and Darius, you guys have the directions to Falcorn's house already. We gotta go. Um, yeah, we should probably get there soon. Hopefully, uh, Peyton and Tack can figure out what's going on uh, with the other pieces of this, but we should really probably confront this man and figure out what's happening. Yeah, at this point, like, I know you can use magic pretty well. I just have a feeling that we're gonna need it. Yeah, you're, you're probably right, but I think I'm prepared. I think I'm ready. Alright. Ready to walk up. Yeah, you guys walk up, you find his house, and it has, like, the, the F on the front right above the door. What do you do? Uh, we're gonna knock politely. Okay, you politely knock on the door, and there's no answer. I want you to roll an investigation check. I knock in politely. Well, let's say yeah. per, we'll do <laughs> per, perception. Like perception check, that is. FBI, open up! 16. 16, you look, and you look through the windows, and the lights are off. There's, like, no light in the entire. It looks very, very dark. And that's about it. But then as you kind of peek a little more through the window... You kind of stand and start looking around. You see a basement door. And from underneath the basement door, you see a little bit of blue and red kind of flashing light coming from the basement. Darius? Yeah? Fuck. Kind of peeks over the window and goes, Oh, oh man. Um. That doesn't look normal. Um, normally, I wouldn't say we should break into somewhere. But this is one of those times where I think we need to get in there. I think you're right, but I don't think we should do this alone. You know what? I'm not the best fighter of all time, but I know somebody who is. We gotta go find Pate. Yeah, you're right. Let's get back to the guard, uh, the guard, uh, you know, section and see if Pate found anything about the weapon. On the way there, we'll probably be able to smell my dad. Just to know Pete. Fuck off. Was that a joke? <laughs> Yeah, that's a good that's, one. That's kind of that's kind of funny. We needed it in time like this. It's very stressful. All right, so you guys make it back to the you know the guard tower or the guard building, I should say, and you see Pate. Um, are you still inside investigating? Uh, I'd say I'm. I'm just walking out. All right, so Pate is walking out as you guys walk up, and you are now confronting with Pate. So Darius and I went and we found Falcorn's house. Okay. Uh, there's some shit going on that we need to be together for this well what kind of shit uh mystical light made my wiener tingle. yeah there's there's some blue and red light coming from his basement and to me it looks like it doesn't look like it's very good energy i'm just not getting a good vibe from it you know just from my studies and everything else that i know like i can usually sense when something is more divine or or positive that just felt bad Alright, well, let's go find uh, Tack and we'll. Okay, you guys are having this, this conversation. You turn and you see Tack 
walking through the same alleyway because like the way the town works there's like a town center and off of the center kind of branches off in different directions almost like kind of like a star type shape and then from there spreads out a little more uh so he's coming down from one alleyway and pretty much to get through the alleyway he has to like pass out or pass by the the guard section and you guys see him walking by tack you see your friends outside of the guard station i'm gonna keep walking but come on we're going to falcorn's house how'd you know that's what we're coming never mind come up here dad all right so you guys all just marching your asses to falcorn's house yep hunted all right you guys march your way to Falcorn's house. I'm a you... disguise self. As what? <laughs> Someone who does not is have pee pants. Is that a cantrip or a spell? It's a spell. All right. Someone who does not so have pee pants. Slot. What did you just? What do you disguise? What do you disguise yourself as? <laughs> a guard. A guard. All right. Uh, a gnome guard. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so you, you the look just so long. On no, just I just like... get stilts. <laughs> no, you're a gnome guard. Oh, Fuck you. So you disguise yourself in like guard attire, and you look like a regular guard now but you're just a gnome you guys walk up to falcorn's house and same thing not lit up and you're seeing this for the first time it's not lit up there he's kind of taps on the shoulder says um tech come here look at this bulge over and points to the basement you, you can see like blue and red light kind of like radiating from like the basement door through the I window wanna... identify i think it is i think it's the best to, to use? Identify. I found it. <laughs> <laughs> detect magic? Yeah, you detect magic. Yep, that's light, all right. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going to use detect magic? Yeah, you detect fucking magic. That's a big O. No, it's not it. <laughs> He's had a rough last three episodes. <laughs> um, I guess the best way is to just sneaky-beaky inside, right? Oh, you, you don't have a spell you're going to use? Nope. Oh, okay. Oh, um... Just this guy, so. Darius looks at you guys and says, "Um, I don't really, really don't know how to tackle this right now, so I that's really on you guys." Now the way that these buildings work is it's kind of like a small city in a sense. Like it's not as big as a city, but like the way it's set up is kind of like a small city. So like the houses are pretty much like attached to each other for the most part. It's kind of like a big like just development almost. Like 1800s Boston. Yeah, pretty much. Just horse and carry roads. Yep. Um, I'm going to look at the magic people in the group. Any of you have a spell to kind of uh, dampen sound? Well, no. I do have one spell that might help out. Um, if we're going to go to the sneaky route about it, I do have a spell called Pass Without Trace. That'll make us a little more quiet, I should say. Well, I'm talking about quiet towards other objects. Kind of like something just... So the way Pass Without Trace works is it gives you an automatic plus 10 to stealth rolls. That's, a, that's so... the best he's got for the situation right now. Okay, because... Um... It's my plan. I don't know how that's going to work, but go right ahead. So you want me to cast it? So it works for an hour. Yeah. I can I can use it for about an hour. Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. All right. So he casts path. You kind of see him stand back a little bit and kind of like sticks his hands out and just like like a small blue wave just kind of like hits all you guys and you now have plus ten to stealth rolls for the next hour. Cool. So might as well just roll for stealth. Um. And then I will try to lock pick the door. Uh, sure. You have thieves tools. 
Yes. All right. All right. And I'm proficient with them. All right. So he casts Pass Without Trace, and Tag is going to try to pick this door. Well, first, I'm going to use Stealth. Yeah. Well, yeah. Roll your, is everybody stealthing? Everybody roll Stealth checks. That 20. Damn. All right, so you, you just slip into the fucking shadows disguised as a guard. Um, Darius got a 9, but plus 10 is 19, plus his modifier, so he's like a 22. Oh, yeah, my modifier, too. So I had, uh, I had 18, my modifier plus 2, so the 30. Damn. Uh, 19. But is that plus the 10? Um, yeah, plus the 10. Um, there's something I got to check real quick. Wait, what'd you roll? I rolled 9. But... Oh, okay. You don't get a bonus to stealth? Uh, I want to make sure if my armor is going to do anything to that, because I'm wearing heavier armor. Ew. That is right. I know it's not going to be, uh... Uh, well, I roll, I have to roll again. Yeah, you get disadvantage, don't you? Yeah. Oh, damn, I rolled a 10. Oh, Alright, so, so it's 19, so <laughs> yeah. you're at 19, so you're, you're good. Uh, 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 I thought it was like a negative sum, so it's actually 20, so. Okay, so you're good, so everybody got like above 20, so you guys are pretty well good. Roll a performance slide. check. This... Well, wouldn't it be sleight of hand? Or sleight of hand, yeah, to pick the lock. Ten. Ten? Nope. You go to pick it, and it'll pick your use and just snaps and breaks. Um, anyone got anything else? Anyone got, like, well, can I try opening one of the windows, or, like, even... You can try to open one of the windows. Alright. Uh, can I check the, we, did we check the door? To see if it was locked? Yeah, it's locked. Okay, because yeah. no, I didn't know if anyone said well, it out loud. If we could just be like... Oh, no, it's definitely locked. Hi, guys, come on! <laughs> Alright, I want to check the door, see, well, the windows, see if any of them are unlocked, or try to... The windows are all locked. You check them all, they're all locked. I don't want to just break it. That's what, That was my plan was going to be. I'm going to do, like, athletics and try to break the door down. Yeah, Darius got nothing for that. Yeah. Yeah, um... Can, so the way I'm thinking it... Hold on to the handle. Yep. It's got a handle, right? Yep. Lean back as far as I can. And just a big old shoulder check into it. That way, it's not going to slam into the d wall behind it, and I'll still catch it. Okay, this is what but I want you to do for this. You'll go unstealth, by the way. Huh? You'll go unstealth, like. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yep. Yeah, that. Yeah. I. I was. He'll be stealthy, but if it makes noise, it won't, that won't be stealthy. Yeah. Like. I... Yeah. So, this is what I want I'm, you to I'm do. I'm trying to prevent as much I want you to roll well. a strength check to bust the door open. Mm-hmm. And then I want you to roll or athletics to see if you can like stop it from slamming against the wall. I'm in my element. I'm looking at a twelve. A twelve? No. Damn. Doesn't barge open. All right. So, so it doesn't make any noise because you don't hit it hard enough. I want to try the same thing that he did. You want to try it too? I'm gonna let somebody try that one more time. Go ahead. So strength check first. 17. 17? Okay, the door busts open. Now, real quick, we'll roll performance to stop it from, like, slamming against so the opposite wall. Performance or athletics? athletics? Or athletics, sorry, athletics, yeah. Five. Can, can I do it since I'm taller than him? No, he's doing this right now because it's all one motion. Like, tell me I can't 
No, no, because you failed on yours. He busts in. He's trying to do it now. Well, so, it's definitely going to slam. I got a five. Okay, so he busts the door open, it, and it just goes... I'm so oh. stealthy, so... Yeah. Okay, I'm going to step so, out so you guys... <laughs> real quick, you hear... What was that? From downstairs in the house. What are you guys doing? Five. You guys are in this... You guys are, Hold on. You guys are in this house. It's dark. Wait, the, wouldn't I be were... the only one in so far? If it, like, was the... No, the door the door busted open. You're the only one in, but you walk in. They're and all see... on like, the outside of the door frame. Yeah, they're on the outside oh, of the door frame. You heard this noise saying, like, what was that from the basement? You walk in, you see that you're pretty much in like the main entrance of the room. There's a living room, and then off to the side, you see like where like a basement door would be. And then there is a uh, a staircase going like upstairs. What are you guys doing? I'm, I'm Five, still, still standing four, there. So I'm going to hide. I'm going to go upstairs. back out the door so I one. can get I'm going to hide upstairs. You're hiding upstairs? Okay, hiding upstairs. What are you doing? I'm going oh. back out the door because I have no stealth out ability right now. Yeah, just standing up back outside. No, you do. You still have stealth. Oh, I still have stealth. You said we didn't have it as soon as I yeah. hit the No, wall. the door does not have stealth. That, that oh. wasn't be stealthy. It's making noise. Like, that was noticeable. You can still use your stealth to, like, uh, hide or something. See, see, that was a little bit better. Because I was like, as soon as I hit the oh, door and I no, missed no, no, it, no. I thought, like, I was like, well, I'm fucked. So I'm no, like, the door, it makes noise. Like, you weren't able to, you weren't going to be able to prevent the noise coming from the door unless you rolled high on that. But you have your stealth. You said to the, to the basement is this way, and then there's, like, the living room kitchen, right? Yep. Uh, is there a wall in between where the like stairway to go down is into like the kitchen where I could hide behind that? Where he yeah, to you, walk up yeah, past? yeah. There's pretty much you walk in. There's a living room right next to the living room. You can see there's like a staircase that kind of has like it splits on two different sides. It goes up and then to the right of that, like on the opposite side, it's almost like two different rooms, but like without a door connecting it, is the door to the basement. Right, I'm gonna hide on the opposite side. Opposite side of the opposite side of the basement door. Yes. Okay. So upstairs, opposite side. Where are you going? Standing. Standing outside? No, I'm standing in the room. Oh, just standing, just dead. Yeah, I dead, want him to see me. Dead ass in front of the room. Yes. Um, Darius, uh, he's gonna roll. Darius a, lays on the couch. He's gonna roll. Because <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna see them kind of r run around. So. So Darius is gonna roll. I'm gonna roll a D4 for Darius. Um, if I roll a four, he's gonna re-roll. Depending on what he rolls, to see who he follows. He rolled a three, so he's standing right with you. He is. Darius is just right next to you, standing there. So. Out of the basement, the door kind of like creaks open. Just, and you see two men in like black. You see this. You guys don't see it. Two men in black robes. And they're going to do a uh, perception check to see if they even fucking see you. Nope. Absolutely not. These guys don't see you. They open the door, but they do see the door busted open. It's so dark in there. You guys are so stealthy right now. They look down. They go, ah, Falcorn. Come up here. Falcorn walks up the stairs and sees the door busted open, and he's going to make a perception check as well. What did you get? 20, right? Yeah. Darius got like a 25. Okay, he got a 19, so he doesn't see you either. And he goes, hey, get the other guys. Bring them up here. Somebody's in the fucking house. So they go back downstairs. He closes the door behind him. He's going to walk over to the door. Um, and you guys pretty much just slept in the shadows. <laughs> he doesn't fucking see you because he rolled mm. shitty on his, his checks. And, uh, he kind of walks outside. He, like, kind of peeks his head out. Doesn't see anybody. Closes the door. And yells it loud. Now! I know somebody's in here. I don't know why you decided to break into my house tonight. But if you just show yourselves, we can talk about whatever it is the reason you decided to break in. I'm going to look at Darius, and I'm going to, like, whisper to him. 
start looking, and I'm just gonna walk out. He closed the door. No, I'm. Uh, no, aren't like I in the living room? Oh, yeah, you're in the living room. Yeah, I'm gonna walk out because because he's in the living room. He locked the door, right? Yeah, you guys. It's dark in there, so like you guys pretty much like in the corner, like. Yeah, kinda, well, like, I'm going out. to walk out. So he, so he sees me. Oh, so you're just gonna reveal yourself to him? Yeah. All right, Darius is going to uh, a one and a two is gonna be him going upstairs. A three and a four is him going downstairs. He's gonna go upstairs with you, Tack. So he kind of like sneaks up the stairs. As he starts sneaking up the stairs, uh, Falcorn turns around <clears throat> and he sees you, Pete, and he goes. So, can you please tell me what you broke into my house, sir? I'm investigating a local murder. And it seems that... So you that... think that you can bust into my house? You know this is trespassing, right? And I can just go get the guards, you know, right now. The guards are very fond of me. Well, I'm this... going to give you an opportunity, and you can leave. Or I will just alert the guards. Well... This is breaking and entering. This is This is an investigation... Performed looks, by an officer of the king's army. He looks at your uh, attire. He says, you may be an officer. Then he looks at your uh, your shoulder. And the king's guards, they on all of their like their arms, they have an armband that has the logo of Solgrove on it. But because you left the king's guard, you had to turn in your armband. And he goes, you're not wearing the Solgrove armband, now are you? So, I'm going to pretend that you're not imposing or impostering to be a guard of soul grove i'm gonna let you leave or i'm gonna get the guards sir are you doubting my rank civilian i am very much doubting your rank and also you have no warrant to enter my building much like there's no warrant for the arrest of rocket was there i don't see what that has to do with any of this well then i guess you won't mind if we how do i want to say this Yeah, then I, I, then I guess I'll just sit there. I'll stand there and kind of look at it. Like, then I guess I'm just going to have to stand my ground in this scenario. Oh, you are making a dire mistake, sir. Roll for initiative right now, just us two. I got a nine. He got an 11. He pulls out two daggers. Uh, I want you guys to also roll initiative, too. Because you guys pretty much hear all this going on. Darius got a one. Hey, same, but I got a What'd you get now? Two? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Oh, you got an eleven? Yeah. What's your dex? That's what Falcorn got as well. Plus two. Plus two. Falcorn also gets a plus two. Alright, me and you right now roll a D twenty. Um, whoever gets a higher just just natural, no like modifiers, whoever gets a higher twenty gets to go first. Alright, be prepared because it's gonna be an eighteen. You got an eight. Fuck! What'd you get? I got a seven. Oh my god. Talk right. shit, and that's what happened. So Falcorn, Nomo, um, Pate, what'd you get? I got a nine. Pate, Tack, what's your dex? Wait. What's your dex modifier? Three. Three. Okay, yeah, you're going before um, Darius. Darius got four as well. No, Tack, he got a one, so plus plus two. Uh, I got one plus three. So. Yeah, so you go first. Tack, and then uh, Darius. Okay, Falcorn's first, though. He's going to try to swing at you with both of his daggers. You rolled up in that one on the first one. Uh, we're going to say he stumbles on that. He's going to have disadvantage on this next swing. First roll is a 19. Hopefully that's bad. Eight. What's your AC? 
19. Yeah, he rolled a 19 and 18. He's going to hit with his modifier uh, with a second attack um, for seven damage. Goddamn. Stabs you right for seven. Okay, next up, uh, Nomo, you're next. You hear this ruckus and, like, argument going on. Uh, downstairs. You went upstairs, right? I'm, I'm in no. the kitchen. Oh, yeah, you're, you're in the, the kitchen. kitchen. You pretty much see this all unfold. Yep. Yeah. So what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to have advantage, right, because he's going to be facing... Yep, yeah, if you run up to him, he's going to be flanking, save advantage. Yeah, um, I'm going to go after Falcon with the uh, the good old-fashioned tickle stick. Okay. Remember, you could also hit twice. Twice, yeah, if I... Because if it went with the pole master. There we go. 16. 16 is going to hit Falcon. Five damage. Okay. Oh, plus four, right? So nine. Not damn. Okay. And then well, I gotta roll again to see if I hit him with the fist. Okay. I'm gonna miss him with the fist. Okay, you miss with the fist. So you no, run out wait, of. The... Wouldn't that still be an advantage? Yeah. Oh, was oh, yeah. The draw advantage on that? Yeah, go ahead. Draw advantage. I was gonna say. Hit him with the fist. All right. What'd you roll? Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen. Oh yeah, definitely. Roll your damage on the fist. Three. Add your strength modifier. Five. Jesus. You have a f no, Wait. plus two. It's, oh, uh, five. God it's damn. I wish it was five. Trust yeah, me. Me too. Like, when the fuck did that happen? No. Jesus Christ. No, it was only like, plus I know you guys leveled up, but shit. Mm. All right. So you come over and take your tickle stick, smack him upside the head, and just punch him square in the chest. And he's, he goes, ah, what the fuck? He turns, and he goes, you. Stop, bitch. Oh, God damn it. No more. Next up is uh, Pate. You're next. Sorry. I'm gonna just gonna look at Nomo and just keep on him, and I'm going to use one of my fighting spirits to give myself temp hit points. Okay. And advantage on just this roll. Well, you nope. you should have advantage too, right? Because uh, yeah, he face yeah. back well, towards me. Yeah, he doesn't get you don't. There's like no double advantage. No, right? I know. No, yeah, no, yeah, I'm so. just saying like. Yep. In general. Regardless, is, yeah, regardless is advantage. Okay, rolling the second one. I got a 20 total. 20, yep, it's gonna hit. Um. Yeah, I'm just gonna stick with my Warhammer. Just try not to kill him, please. Eight. Eight? Jesus. He's looking pretty fucked up. <sighs> I'm actually, while I hit him, I'm gonna look at him and be like, you seem to know a lot about the fort the uniform of the army of course i know a lot i've seen soul grove guards plenty of times in my life who hasn't anybody knows the soul grove guard always has the band of the uh, the uh anybody knows the soul grove guard has the band of the kingdom on their arm what now this is for dm standards yes yeah. is, is that information that the general public would make note of like if, if for they the saw most part, it, they would have to like really look at it. Like that's not the first thing their eyes are gonna go to, but like anybody that has like an overall general understanding of like the King's Guard would know that like it's in like an honor patch almost when they, they get it after they graduate like their like recruitment ceremony, and then if they leave like unwillingly, they have to turn it in. If they retire as a King's Guard like of old age, they get to keep it as like a you know like an heirloom of sorts. But if you leave early, you get to turn it in. Like. Yeah, if you if you just steal it and keep it, it's almost like disrespectful and like dishonorable. So like turning it in was like an honorable thing. It wasn't like you like dishonored the kingdom. No, you yeah. just turn it in. So yeah, so he's like everyone would know that. Yeah, but the guards that are in 
Port Hall, the town you're in now, they don't have like regular King's guards. They're just oh, yeah. guards of like Port well, Hall. Well, my next, because like, he's he's gonna be like, oh, everyone knows that. And it's like, yeah, but most civilians don't look for the patch immediately. Well, maybe I'm not most civilians, and I must that, warn you. And that is you why I've all made a very grave mistake tonight. Next up is uh, attack. You're next. You're upstairs, and you're all that's going on. I'm a. Uh keep investigating trying to see if i could find any proof of him being like really really stupidly suspicious okay so you are you will say there's like one bedroom upstairs it's pretty much like his bedroom so you're up there it's dark it's dark as fuck um so how do you want to go about this Um, you can make out there's like a bed and a dresser you know it's very simple i'll start by like trying to Go through the dresser to okay. see if I can find any. Roll wood. investigation. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, you open up one of the drawers, and you see like a little like notebook, not too big, like almost like a pocketbook. Uh, you start going through it, and it's a language that you cannot like understand. Can I decipher if at least what language it is? Um, yeah, that's gonna be... I'll look it up real quick. Because I can roll history for that, my dude. Okay, this is in Abyssal. Abyssal? And that's all you can really know from, like, deciphering it. You're like, this is Abyssal, I don't know how to read this. Next up is Darius. Alright, I was what? gonna just say I'd just keep that in my pocket. Okay, put it in my... your pocket. Not pocket, but bag of folders. Yeah, okay, so next up is, do you want Darius? I'll let you have the choice. He's up there with you. Darius is pretty much asking you, um, do you want me to help you look for things, or should I help out Pate and Nomo? I, I say you help me look for... All right, uh, he's going to make an investigation check, and roll it again. You're all seven. He doesn't find a fucking thing. Next up is Falcorn. Falcorn, mid-combat, just yells... In a, like an abyssal language you guys can't understand you know it's abyssal like you can just you know tell it's like not of this world he just yells like he's almost like communicating with people downstairs can't really decipher it you don't know he's he's, he's communicating with them somehow said something to him uh and then he's going to look at he's gonna look at you nomo because you thwacked him pretty good and he's gonna try to stibity stab you with his daggers what's your ac 15 15 first one's gonna hit Second one is also gonna hit. Roll fifteen on both of those. Rip my son. Uh, Oof. eight damage. Not too bad. Okay, he looks at you both now. He says, "Listen, I suggest you leave, possibly get out of town. I'll give you that much." Sorry, but if hanging with this guy has taught me anything is that ignorance is apparently communable, so I am not leaving. Getting out of town at this moment right now may be your best interest. Ah, then you don't know me very well. Maybe I don't. You're next. Or no, Nomo's next. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, he yelled down to the basement, right? Yeah. <sighs> I think I should go down there. If anything, paint... Pate should, because Pate has a higher AC. That's a good point. Um, 
Just to stop them from if they're doing like any type of ritual or something like that. I'm gonna try to hit him hopefully non-lethally. Okay. Just remember, use the back of, of your uh Oh yeah. You can just force. say it's non lethal. Yeah. Ten's gonna miss. You get advantage though. You get some flanking so. Fourteen. Fourteen total misses. Miss but barely. So he stabs you and you're just like, bleh, bleh, bleh. get stabbed total. a little. What? Swing to miss. Total. Don't you have advantage? That was his advantage. Uh, well, yeah. his plus to hit it shows four. Oh yeah, that's right. That'd be eighteen. Oh okay. Then I thought it was fourteen. Yeah. Then you hit then. So roll your damage. Six. Six total. Plus. Plus two. Uh, two. Plus two. Eight damn cake. Damn. So you smack him upside the head for eight damage total, and he's uh, pretty rocked from that, but he's kind of sp spits up a little bit of blood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> spits up a little bit of blood. You and uh, you get a second attack, right? Or you swing with your fist? Yeah, I do get a second attack because he's within my uh, hit range. Okay, go ahead. And that's what is Whatever it was, the 1d4, right? Yeah, but first. You gotta roll to hit. Yeah. Advantage. It's gonna be uh, 18. Okay, roll advantage to be crit though. Nah, fam. Nope. Okay, roll your damage. What do you got? Four plus Four. Two. two. Six. Okay, so you smack him with a tickle stick, kind of like down, like spits up a little blood. You follow up with like an uppercut and just hit him right in the jaw and like spits out a tooth and like he's very, he's, his nose is bleeding. It's like cracked. Uh, he's spitting up blood. Like he's 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 looking very very distraught and all like almost. Uh, Tell us almost what dead. we want to know. That was your action for your turn. He looks at you and goes, "I'm not telling you say anything." I ain't telling you lickety split. Okay, Pate, you're next. Um. He's looking tremendously fucked right now. All right, I will non-lethally hit him with my warhammer. I'll hit him just enough. Yeah. All right, roll to hit. Just enough. Should've read downstairs. I got advantage, right? Yep. Thank God. Never mind. Okay, miss. I got two. Okay, so he just dodges out of the way. Your warhammer. He goes, I'm going to give you one more opportunity to leave my house. And for the benefit of all of you, leave this town. You don't want to stick around for what's about to occur. You can take your opportunity, your next opportunity, and the opportunity after that, and shove it right up your ass. Oh, damn. Even in death, I will survive, and you will soon see what I mean. Next up is uh, attack. What you doing? I'm gonna search the bed. Go ahead. The bed. No, I did not. Okay. I got an eight. Uh, Darius can do the same thing. Doesn't find a fucking thing. Okay. Next up is uh, Falcorn again. And he, at this point, he's like on death's door, but he just starts laughing and chuckling. <laughs> oh, if only you knew. I don't fear death. I embrace it. I'm not afraid. You can kill me now. My savior will never let my soul perish. You will see. And at this point, he's going to swing at... Um, one, two, three, four. He's going to swing at you, Pate, because you tried swinging on him last. 19 with the first one. 16 plus 2 is 18. What's your AC? 19. Okay, so the second one misses. First one's going to hit, though. And he's going to use Divine Smite on this one because he, is, he knows he is pretty much well fucked. Three regular damage. 
And then, holy shit, 11 to find smite damage. Yikes. So that's how many total? Uh, 14. 14. 14? Yep. Okay, so... How you feeling? I'm only taking 9. I'm fine. Okay, next up is Nomo. Just what a do? I'm just a little bit bloodied. Just a little bit. This guy's looking right fucked. Right fucked or left fucked? Right. Specifically right fucked. Alright. Beat his ass, son. I don't know. I don't just wanna... Did you say, uh, or beat wanna... or eat? No, I said beat. <laughs> okay. No, you can knock him out. You don't have to Magnum, beat his ass, son. Magnum's gonna get that ass. <laughs> I would say too. you knock him out and then Pate starts running down the stairs. Yeah. That's what we're gonna try for. Alright. Roll advantage to hit. Believe in yourself. Well, good thing I got advantage. Yep. <laughs> What'd you roll? Nat one and then nat one. You rolled two nat ones. In wow. A row. Yeah, yep. he did. Um, make a deck save to see if. You oh, just kill me. <laughs> make a deck save to see if you drop prone or not from swinging and missing. What do you roll? If it's another nat one, I'm gonna scream. No, it's a close though. It's a two. Okay, so you swing down with all your might, and you, you're the force of you. You just kind of pull yourself forward and fall flat on your face, and you're prone. I deserve it. Okay, pay you're next. You watch Nomo just trip. Go, go, go for his legs. Just. <laughs> uh, let's see what I want to do. <coughs> Sorry. You good, fam? I'm going to use. He's looking right fucked. Like he, like you, you do know, I... one more hit's gonna knock this guy out. Do I still get advantage even though he's prone? Yeah, because you're technically still flanking, so like, he's still in combat with you, so you're still gonna have advantage. All right, I'll use another one of my uh, fighting spirits okay. to give myself ten hit points. All right, that's the second one, and I'm just gonna swing at him, non-lethally. Okay, so that's a 19 on that one. Okay. Well, let's see if I can do a little better. Yeah, it's a 19 on that All right, you're one. Gonna I mean, hit. if you were to crit on him, he would outright die. Explode. That's fine. Six. Six? All right, how do you want to knock him out? Uh, can I... I'm hitting him with... <laughs> I'm hitting him with... Did you see what, what Greg did? <laughs> <laughs> um... Is there a way that if it's like when I hit him, he like hits the door and it'll open up like the door leading to the basement? Like oh, he's, not, just... he's not even near the basement right now. Oh, okay. He's like on the opposite of the room. I mean, you could swing him all the way to it. Yeah, that would make you. Yeah, that would but... be an athletic check to see if you can swing Dude. him all the way there. Dude, Dude, well, 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 he's, out. he's right. out, right? He's already knocked out, right? Well, yeah, but. He's going to get knocked out. Yeah, you're just, just going to knock him out with your hammer. Yeah. But okay. if I can, if I if I'm allowed to roll athletics to see if I can hit him towards the door, that'd you be can do that. Yeah. So you just you smack him with the hammer up to the head. He just he goes unconscious and make an athletics check to see if you can get him out. Dude, if the thrown out the door. Uh, I got a fifteen. Fifteen. You throw him out the door, but he doesn't definitely doesn't knock it down or go down it because it's on the other side of the fucking room. It with enough force, it, you could. Just throws it just like. It, <laughs> yeah. He definitely hits the door, but doesn't doesn't bust it open because the door opens from the opposite That's end. That's what you get for stabbing me, bitch. So he kind of like. <laughs> Thunks against the door, and he's knocked out cold. Solid. Okay, what you guys doing? Uh, uh, the glowing lights are still coming yeah, from the basement. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, Do we still have the rope? 
Wait, where? The what? Yeah. The rope? Yeah. yeah I always tie, him up. tie his hands together so he can't do anything. Okay. Yeah, so I'll... Tie his hands up, uh, put something around I'll, his mouth. Yeah, so yeah I'll speak. I'll throw you the rope. Yeah. So gonna, you could do that. I'm um, tying up his hands, and we're going to wrap stuff around his mouth so he can't speak. Okay. In the process, Castell search, like, the bedroom, try to see if I can find any more. Yeah, go ahead. Darius gonna do the same thing. Not a damn thing. All right, so time up. We'll go ahead. Time, time up. What I want to do, I'm gonna chug one of my potions. Okay. Two D four plus two. Hey. Four. Hey. Four. Yeet. There you go. Got ten back. No, that's six altogether. Oh no. Two D four plus yeah. two. Yeah, you All right. right, so I chug the potion, I'll throw Fine it down, okay. and then I'm going to head down to the basement. Okay, so you guys are just heading straight down the basement right now? Yeah, we're together. All right, you guys open the door up. You walk downstairs into the basement. As you come closer down, you see there are four men in black robes. There are four men in black robes and standing in a circle, and in the center of the circle is an eyeball painted in blood with three pig carcasses almost like in a triangle around this eyeball painted in blood and they look at you and every single one of them like you can't really see their faces too much because they're covered in the hoods they all look at you at the same time and they're kind of like chanting like in demonic or uh, in abyssal don't know what they're saying they pull out their daggers and they all slit their own throats and fall to the ground inside this circle and all of a sudden the circle starts to glow the three pig carcasses start moving together into the center of the circle and start molding together and glowing and forming and all of a sudden a big flash of red and blue light emits throughout the entire room and you see this creature start to emerge from the center of this eyeball and stand up as the lights are dimmed down you're almost blinded you open your eyes and you see a big humanoid slash pig type creature it almost looks like and i'm not making just a south park reference here this looks like fucking man bear pig but like in a demon form and he yells out a just a loud scream Darius! all right i hear that and I'm gonna start rushing down. You guys look bolt at downstairs. Darius. You see this just lit up room. Am I still stealthy? <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't matter at this point. No, it does matter. You guys run downstairs. You see this fucking pig creature. Looks like man bear pig. Just <gasps> screaming and yelling. You see these four dead cultist members where they slit their own throats, laying their blood dripping towards the center. You see this eyeball painted in blood just circled around this creature. It yells at the top of his lungs, looks at you guys, and starts running straight at you. And that's where we're going to end this week's episode. Jesus Christ. The man bear pig. Mare, mare, it's pig. actually called a dretch. It's, it's actually it? just a pig, 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 because there's three pigs. Yes. I'll show you guys a picture. Oh, pig, I'll, pig, I'll pig. show you guys a picture of it. <laughs> pig, pig, people, pig. people at home, if you're listening and you don't know what a dretch is, just um, either look up a dretch online, or literally, it looks pretty much like man bear pig for the most part. So, that's the episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening to We Can Trip, a D&D play podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master, Brandon Tharp. You can follow us on Instagram at We Can Trip Podcast, Twitter at We Can Trip Pod. You can also like us on Facebook at We Can Trip, a D&D podcast. 
Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at the Tharpening. Cameron, I'm not gonna plug myself in this time. You're a piece of shit. Nah. I'm Why? Not gonna, I'm not gonna plug myself, but I am gonna plug uh, Quaker City Wrestling QCW event, Salem Memorial Building, January 20th, bell time, 5 p.m. Ten dollar tickets at the door. Lee Moriarty defending the QCW World Heavyweight Championship, and it's gonna be a good one. All right, and Ian. Um, I'll break the trend. Uh, you can follow me at, at Simtaz. <laughs> Fuck it. I mean, like I said, it's it's New Year's. I did a quick thing about my top five games. I don't know for 2018. That's about it. All right. Nice. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Week Hand Trip, a D&D play, a D&D. Thank you so much for listening to <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Both Thank... the best worlds. Shut up. Yeah, now you know how I feel. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Week Hand Trip, a D&D play podcast. Also, a special thanks to my sister's boyfriend Corey for being the hilarious town guard at the center or at the start of the uh, the episode. Yeah, fuck that guy. We will see you guys next week on Week Hand Trip, a D&D play podcast. Oh, and real quick, special thanks to our friend Tyler over on Instagram, who did some really cool character art of Tack. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye.